Welcome back to Time Travel Rock here on 90.3 KRNU. I am your host, Jackson Reddick, here at Anderson Hall for one final time. Yes, you heard me right. This will be the final episode of Time Travel Rock. I, I really appreciate anyone who stuck around and listened to all these episodes you know, throughout the whole spring. And, you know, 10 episodes deep, we went through a lot of bands that I love and enjoy, starting off with probably my favorite rock and roll band of all time in Rush. And that, it was just really fun to be able to dabble into, you know, getting able to dive into a radio show, do this kind of thing, but do it with things that I really love and things that I really enjoy with rock and roll. And today for the final episode, being the 10th episode, wanted to do something fun today. Uh, previously, we did a a singles kind of one-hit wonders on the show, but primarily been sticking up about bands. But today I want to take a look at the Rolling Stones top 10 greatest musicians. And most of these people are rock and roll artists. And, you know, frankly, it's a lot of people who originated rock and roll. And I think that's something that a lot of people just don't really take a look at or really think about. I mean, here at the university, we do have a history of rock and roll course, which I took my freshman year of college. And it's probably my favorite class I've ever taken here at this university because it was just so fun to a, be able to just listen to music every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but also be able to really appreciate the history of rock and roll, uh, really know who created rock and roll. And, you know, it's a very muddy history you know it's not a very clean one if that i mean it's a lot of people who stole other people's you know fame and fortune and that's just the the truth of it it's not one way or another i mean it's just the way it is but to start out our listening pleasures this evening is going to be ray charles who sits at number 10 this list was made by the rolling stone it was revised in 2011 so it hasn't been updated in a while but i, I think it still sticks uh you know, reading from their website, he, you know, he was just a really, he was a beautiful singer and his was soul music. And you'd like to think that, hey, maybe soul music, how is that rock and roll? But if you look at the beginnings of rock and roll, that's, that's what it was. You know, it wasn't flamboyant electric guitars. You know, there's one person on this list who kind of invented that kind of work, but it's just... Rock and roll was so different when it originated, and I always love to go back and listen to the beginnings of rock and roll. It's so fun to just get inspired and just to observe the way that they did it. And for Ray Charles specifically, he inherited the nickname The Genius for just how great that he was, but he preferred being called Brother Ray. He was blinded during his childhood, so he just played the keyboard and played the saxophone, he was a songwriter and did it all blind. I mean, he really was one of the pioneers of soul music back in the 1950s. He combined the blues, jazz, rhythm, and blues together into gospel styles of music, and he recorded for Atlantic Records. That was who he did his work underneath. He really brought together country music, rhythm, blues, and pop in the 1960s with his crossover success on ABC Records. He had two Modern Sounds albums while he was with ABC. He became one of the first black musicians to be granted artistic control by a mainstream record company. I think that just speaks to how good that Ray Charles was at his job and how influential he was. The one song I'm going to play today by Ray Charles is Georgia On My Mind. 
It was the first of his three career number one hits in the Billboard Hot 100, but it is just such a beautiful song and just captures the essence of Ray Charles himself. So here is Georgia On My Mind. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. And a Georgia Georgia A song of you Comes as sweet and clear As moonlight through the pines Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said, Georgia Georgia, no peace I find. Just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my mind. Out to me, other eyes smile tenderly. Still in peaceful dreams, I see the road leads back to you. Georgia, no peace, no peace I find, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind, I said just an old sweet song, keeps
And on number nine on the Rolling Stones list is the Queen of Soul herself, Aretha Franklin. She was an American singer and pianist who recently just passed away in 2018. But, you know, Aretha Franklin, she was such a beautiful singer. She started singing gospel at the new Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan, where her father, C.L. Franklin, was a minister. And even at the age of 18, she was signed as a recording artist for Columbia Records. While her career didn't immediately take off, she found acclaim and commercial success once she signed with Atlantic Records in 1966. Hit songs such as I Never Loved a Man, The Way I Love You, Respect, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Chain of Fools, Think, and I Say a Little Prayer, propelled Franklin past everybody else. What I will play for you today, after Rita Franklin recorded 112 charted singles on the U.S. Billboard charts, including 73 Hot 100 entries, 17 Top 10 Pop singles, 100 R&B entries, and 20 number one R&B singles. You know, the song I'm going to play for you today is a song that I'm sure that you know I'm going to play, and that is Respect, one of the greatest rock and roll songs of all time. If you hear it, you absolutely know who is singing it. And for in Aretha Franklin's career, she won 18 Grammy Awards out of 44 nominations. She was including the first eight of her awards given to the best female R&B vocal performance through 1968 through 1975. She's a Grammy Awards living legend honor and a Lifetime Achievement Award recipient as well. Just one of the greatest to ever be. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as the first female artist. I mean, that is... That speaks volumes in and of itself. So here is Aretha Franklin's Respect.
And the number eight artist on that Rolling Stones list will be Little Richard, professionally known as Little Richard, as his real name was Richard Wayne Penniman. He was an American singer, musician, and songwriter. He was one of the most influential fingers and po- figures <laughs> in popular music and culture for over seven decades. He was described as the architect of rock and roll. His most celebrated work dates from the mid-1950s when his charismatic personality really took over his music, characterized by frenetic piano playing, pounding backbeat, and powerful raspy vocals, and he really was one of the foundation layers of rock and roll. His innovative emotional vocalizations and up-tempo rhythmic music played a key role in the formation of other popular music genres. You know, he laid the foundation for soul and funk as well. He influenced multiple singers and musicians across musical genres from rock to hip hop. And his music helped shape rhythm and blues for generations. His most signature song, Tutti Fruity, became an instant hit crossing over the pop charts in the United States and the UK. His next single, Long Tall Sally in 1956 at number one on the Billboard Rhythm and Blues bestsellers chart, followed by a rapid succession of 15 or more in less than three years. His performances during this period resulted in integration between white Americans and black Americans in his audience, as in 1962, after a five-year period during when Richard abandoned rock and roll music for his born-again Christianity, you know, he wanted to become a priest at one point, Concert promoter Don Arden persuaded him to tour Europe, and during this time, the Beatles opened for Richard on some of those tour dates. Just a crazy crossover. Richard is cited as one of the first crossover black artists, reaching audience of really all races. His music and concerts broke the color line, drawing black and white people together despite attempts to sustain segregation. Many of his contemporaries, including Elvis Presley, Buddy Holly, Bill Haley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and the Everly Brothers, Gene Vincent, and Eddie Cochran, recorded covers of his work. Richard was honored by many institutions. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as part of its first group of inductees in 1986. He's also inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame as well. So Little Richard, Little Richard excuse me, is just one of the most influential rock and roll artists of all time. And I'll be playing Tutti Frutti for you right here.
Jesus knows how to love me, yes indeed. Boy, you don't know what you do to me, to the booty. And at number seven on that Rolling Stones list is going to be the influential American musician James Joseph Brown. He was one of the creators of funk music and a major figure in the 20th century. He was referred to by various honorific nicknames, some of which include the hardest working man in show business, the godfather of soul, Mr. Dynamite, and Soul Brother Number 1. In a career that lasted more than 50 years, he influenced the development of several music genres. He was one of the first 10 inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in its inaugural induction in New York on January 23rd, 1986, along with Little Richard, the previous uh, musician we just talked about. He began his career as a gospel singer in Toccoa, Georgia. He rose to prominence in the mid-1950s as the lead singer of the famous Flames, a rhythm and blues vocal group founded by Bobby Bird, with the hit ballads Please, Please, Please and Try Me. Brown built a reputation as a dynamic live performer with the Famous Flames and his backing band, sometimes known as the James Brown Band or the James Brown Orchestra. His success peaked in the 1960s with a live album, Live at the Apollo, and hit singles such as Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, I Got You, I Feel Good, and It's a Man's 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 World. During the late 1960s, Brown moved from continuum of blues and gospel-based forms to styles of profoundly Africanized approach to making music, emphasizing stripped-down interlocking rhythms, and influenced the development of funk music. By the early 1970s, Brown had fully established the funk sound after the formation of the JBs, with records such as Get Up, I Feel Like Being a Sex Machine, and The Payback. He also became noted for his songs of social commentary, including the 1968 hit Say It Loud, I'm Black, and I'm Proud. He continued to perform and record until his death of pneumonia in 2006. He recorded and released 17 singles that reached number one on the Billboard R&B charts. He also holds the record for the most singles listed on the Billboard Hot 100 chart that did not reach number one. He was posthumously inducted into the first class of the Rhythm, Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame in 2013 as an artist and then in, in 2017 as a songwriter. He also received honors from several several other institutions, including inductions into Black Music and Entertainment Walk of Fame and the Songwriters Hall of Fame as well. James Brown is one of the most influential musicians of all time, and now I'll play for you I Feel Good, one of his most well-known hits. Wow! I feel good. Sugar is So nice, so nice, I 
Quite possibly the greatest guitarist to ever live is number six on this list, and that is none other than Jimi Hendrix himself, James Marshall. Jimi Hendrix was born on November 27, 1942. He was an American guitarist, singer, and songwriter. His mainstream career only lasted for four years. He is regarded as one of the most influential electric guitarists in the history of pop and their music and one of the most celebrated musicians of the 20th century. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame described him as the arguably the greatest instrumentalist in the history of rock music. He was born in Seattle, Washington, and began playing guitar at the age of 15. In 1961, he enlisted in the U.S. Army but was discharged the following year. He then moved to Clarksville, then Nashville, Tennessee, and began playing gigs on the Chitlin circuit, earning a piece in the Isley Brothers group band backing and later with Little Richard, with whom he continued to work through the mid-1965. He then played with Curtis Knight and the Squires before moving to England in late 1966 after bassist Chas Chandler of the Animals became his manager. Within months, Hendrick had earned three UK top ten hits while the Jimi Hendrick experienced Hey Joe, Purple Haze, and The Wind Cries Mary. He achieved fame in the U.S. after his performance at the Monterey Pop Festival in 1967, where then after that festival, he went on in 1968 with his third and final studio album, Electric Ladyland, which reached number one in the United States. The double LP was Hendrix's most commercially successful release and his first and only number one album. The world's highest paid performer, he headlined the Woodstock Festival in 1969 and the Isle of Wight Festival, the Isle of Wit Festival, excuse me, in 1970 before his accidental death in London from a barbiturate-related asphyxia on no, September 18, 1970. Hendrix was inspired by American rock and roll and electric blues, where he favored overdriven amplifiers with high volume and gain, and was instrumental in popularizing the previous undesirable sounds caused by guitar amplifier feedback. He was one of the first guitarists to make extensive use of tone-altering effects units in mainstream rock, such as Fizz Distortion, Octavia, Wah-Wah, and Univibe. He was the first musician to use stereophonic phasing effects in recordings. Holy George Warren of Rolling Stone commented, Hendrix pioneered the use of the instrument as an electric sound source. Players before him had experimented with feedback and distortion, but Hendrix turned those effects and others into a controlled, fluid vocabulary. 
every bit as personal as the blues with which he began. Jimi Hendrix is just easily one of the greatest rock and roll musicians of all time, and like I said, possibly the greatest guitar player of all time. And for you, I'm going to play Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. number five on the rock and roll list for Rolling Stones is Chuck Berry. Charles Edward Anderson Berry was an American singer, guitarist, and songwriter who was one of the pioneers of rock and roll. That is his nickname, the father of rock and roll. He refined and developed the rhythm blues into the major elements that made rock and roll distinctive with songs such as Maybelline, Roll Over Beethoven, Rock and Roll Music, Johnny B. Good writing lyrics that focused on teen life and consumerism, developing a rock and roll style that guitar included guitar solos and showmanship. He was a major influence of subsequent rock music. And when you hear Chuck Berry's voice, it is such a distinct sound, and I think you know it is Chuck Berry every single time you hear it. 
He was born in a middle-class family in St. Louis, and he had an interest from an early age in music. Gave his first ever public performance at Sumner High School. And by early 1953, he was influenced by the guitar riffs and showmanship techniques of the blues musician T-Bone Walker, where Barry began performing with the Johnny Johnson Trio. His break in music came when he traveled to Chicago in May of 1959 and met Muddy Waters, who suggested he contact Leonard Chess of Chess Records. With Chess, he recorded Maybelline, Barry's adaptation of the country song Ida Red, and sold over a million copies, reaching number one on the Billboard magazine's Rhythm and Blues chart. By the end of the 1950s, Barry was an established star. He had several hit records and film appearances and a lucrative touring career. He also established his own St. Louis nightclub, Barry's Club Bandstand. He was sentenced to three years in prison in January 1962 for offenses under the Mann Act. He had transported a 14-year-old girl across state lines for the purpose of having sexual intercourse. After his release in 1963, Barry had several more successful songs, including No Particular Place to Go, You Never Can Tell, and Nadine. However, these did not achieve the same success or lasting impact of his last 1950s songs. And by the 1970s, he was more in demand as a nostalgia performer, playing his past material with local backup bands of variable quality. But even with Chuck Berry... I don't really think it matters whether his career kind of fell off, as in he was one of the first musicians to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on its opening in 1986. He was cited for having laid the groundwork for not only rock and roll sound, but a rock and roll stance. He's included in several of the Rolling, Mag- Rolling Stone magazine's greatest of all time lists, including this one right here. And one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll includes three of Barry's hits, Johnny B. Good, Maybelline, and Rock and Roll Music. Johnny B. Good is the only rock and roll song included on the Voyager Golden Record. But I want to play Maybelline. It's probably one of my favorite rock and roll songs to listen to. It's just such a sweet tune to listen to. So here it is, Maybelline by Chuck Berry. Cadillac like a ton of lead, 110 and a half a mile ahead. Cadillac like 
looking like steady steel And I caught Maybelline at the top of the hill Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? You done started back doing the thing you used to do And sitting at number four on that Rolling Stones list is, well, the Rolling Stones themselves. Just one of the most fun rock and roll bands of all time, at least in my opinion. I think one, I think the Rolling Stones are easily in my top two or three rock and roll bands of all time. Just so freaking amazing at what they do. You know, the vocalist Mick Jagger was probably one of the you know, the, you talk about him and Steven Tyler, and people like to compare the two of them, but Mick Jagger, man, he was one of the first crazy rock and roll artists. You know, the band was created in London in 1962. You know, they keep going and they keep playing music. Uh, they're just so damn good at what they do. They were rooted in blues and early rock and roll. The Stones started playing out covers when they were at the forefront of the British invasion in 1964, where they were identified with the youthful and rebellious counterculture of the 1960s. They found greater success with their own material as I Can't Get No Satisfaction, Kid Off My Cloud, and Paint It Black in 1966, where they became international number one hits. Aftermath, their entirely first original album, is considered by the Daily Telegraph to be one of the most important of their formative records. In 1967, they had the double-sided hit Ruby Tuesday, Let's Spend the Night Together, and experimented with the psychedelic rock on their Satanic Majesty's request. They returned to their rhythm and blues roots with this hit song such as Jumpin' Jack Flash and Honky Tonk Woman, and albums such as Beggar's Banquet in 1968 featuring Sympathy for the Devil and Let It Bleed in 1969 featuring You Can't Always Get What You Want and Gimme Shelter. Let It Bleed was the first of five consecutive number one albums in the UK. You know, just one of the most influential rock and roll bands that they are. You know, in 1969, they were introduced on the stage as the greatest rock and roll band in the world. You know, whenever they would tour around the world, and by, nine, and by 2007, they had recorded the all-time highest-grossing concert tour three times, and as recently as 2021, they were the highest-earning live act of the year. Even in 2021, that just blows my mind. Everyone wants to see the Rolling Stones. People want to go out there and listen to them. The Rolling Stones' estimated record sales of $200 million make them the best-selling music artists of all time. The band won three Grammy Awards and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989 and the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2004. Billboard Magazine and Rolling Stone have ranked them as one of the greatest of all time. And while on this list, they are sitting at number four. The Rolling Stones just so good at what they do. And, you know, it's kind of tough for me to pick a song to play for this. But I think I do want to play Sympathy for the Devil as it is one of my favorite songs of all time to listen to. The guitar play in that song is just so amazing. And Mick Jagger is just so good in it as well. Rolling Stones are just such a great band. And that's why I'm at number four in this list. And here is Sympathy for the Devil. Myself, I'm a man of wealth and 
Number three on that Rolling Stone list, a man who needs zero introduction, Elvis Presley, who who is really just known as Elvis. Don't even need the Presley part of it, but American singer and an actor, he was dubbed the king of rock and roll and is regarded as one of the most significant cultural figures of the 20th century. Presley's energized interpretations of songs and, sex, and sexually produ- provocative performance style you know, was combined with a singular potent mix of influences across color lines during a transformative era in race relations, which led him to great success and initial controversy. You know, when you look at Elvis, you think about a guy who, you know, yes, he played black music, but it wasn't so much that he stole black music. I think he, it's hard to put it because yes, he did play songs that were recorded by black artists and he played the songs himself and was able to gain more notoriety and fame. But I think he himself realized that and he put himself into that culture as well. He was able to mix well with with everyone, you know, was friends with people like B.B. King and just was a really good, a good person, you know, besides the fact. And, and yes, he passed away of a cardiac arrest later on in his life, but that was just due to so many other factors. And Presley was born in Tupelo, Missouri, and relocated to Memphis with his family when he was 13 years old. His music career began there in 1954, recording at Sun Records with Sam Phillips as the producer, who wanted him to bring out the the sound of African-American music, like I just said before. Presley was on a rhythm acoustic guitar and accompanied by lead guitarist Scotty Moore and bassist Bill Black. He was the pioneer of a rockabilly kind of style, up-tempo, backbeat-driven fusion of country music and rhythm blues. In 1955, drummer DJ Fontana joined to complete the lineup of the Presley's Classic Quartet, and RCA Victor acquired his contract in a deal arranged by Colonel Tom Parker. Colonel Tom Parker was definitely the person who got Elvis off in his career, but he was also the man to ultimately end it. Presley's first RCA single, Heartbreak Hotel, was released in January 1956 and became a number one hit in the United States. Within a year, RCL would sell 10 million Presley singles with a series of successful network television appearances and charting topping records. Presley became the leading figure of the newly popular sound of rock and roll, though his performative style and the promotion of the then-marginalized sound of African Americans led him to be widely considered a threat to the moral well-being of the white American youth. In 1956, Presley made his film debut in Love Me Tender. Drafted into the military in 1958, he relaunched his recording career two years later with some of his most commercially successful work. Presley held a few concerts, however, and guided by Parker, 
proceeded to devote much of the 1960s to making Hollywood films and soundtracked albums, most of them critically just not very good. Some of his most famous films included Jailhouse Rock in 1957, Blue Hawaii in 1961, and Viva Las Vegas in 1964. In 1968, following a seven-year break from live performances, he returned to the stage in the acclaimed television comeback special Elvis, which led to an extended Las Vegas concert residency and a string of highly profitable tours. In 1973, Presley gave the first concert by a solo artist to be broadcast around the world, Aloha from Hawaii. However, years of prescription drug abuse and unhealthy eating habits severely compromised his health, and Presley died in 1977 at his Graceland home at the age of 42. He sold over 500 million records worldwide. He is one of the best-selling music artists of all time, and he was very successful in pop, country, rhythm, blues, adult, contemporary, and gospel music. He won three Grammy Awards, received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award at 36, and has been inducted into musical, multiple music hall of fames. He also holds several records, including the most RIAA-certified gold and platinum albums, the most albums ever charted on the Billboard 200, the most number one albums by a solo artist on the UK Albums Chart, and the most number one singles by any act on the UK Singles Chart. In 2018, Presley was posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. The song I'm going to play today is from his live special, and it's, you know, it's the... It was the culmination of the live special. It was uh, Let There Be a Dream, you know, and it's just such a good song. You know, it's just, it's Elvis Presley just laying it all out there when he wanted to just make a song about what he thought was going on in America. And that's why I love the song so much, and that's what I'm going to play for you. So here you go. There must be lights burning brighter somewhere Got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue If I can dream of a better land Where all my brothers walk hand in hand Tell me why, oh why, oh why can't my dream Understanding sometime strong winds of promise that will blow away the doubt and fear. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining on everyone, tell me why. Trembling question 
sure that the answer's, answer's gonna come somehow out there in the dark. Number two on that Rolling Stone list as we approach the final couple of artists here. Bob Dylan is at number two. Bob Dylan, a guy that, frankly, I haven't really listened to a whole lot, but I know that Bob Dylan is one of the pioneers in the electrical guitar space of rock and roll when, you know, he wanted to change things. He, you know, he's a major figure in popular culture during a career spanning more than 60 years. His most celebrated work from the 60s, which songs such as Blowing in the Wind and The Times They Are Changing, they were anthems for civil rights and anti-war movements. You know, Bob Dylan was one of the first artists to really put meanings in his lyrics. You know, he wanted to uh, he wanted to make a message in his in his music, and he did that. Uh, you know, a really great. You know, I do know that you know that's what he did, and that's what he wanted to do. He was such a pioneer in that. But in July 1966, a motorcycle accident led to Bob Dylan's withdrawal from touring. During this period, he recorded a large body of songs with members of the band who had previously backed him on tour. These recordings were released as a collaborative album, The Basement Tapes, in 1975. In the late 1960s and early 70s, Dylan explored country music and rural themes in John Wesley Harding, Nashville Skyline, and New Morning. You know, he really just was an artist that had so much variety. He had so much you know, vocal length. And in the late 1970s, he became a born again Christian and released a series of albums of contemporary gospel music before returning to his more familiar rock based idiom in the early 1980s. Dylan's 1997 album, Time Out of Mind, marked the beginning of a renaissance for his career. You know, it was kind of broken for a little bit, but he found his way back. You know, he's been making music ever since. And Bob Dylan, since 1994, has published nine books of paintings and drawings, and his work has been exhibited in major art galleries. He's sold more than 145 million records, making him one of the best-selling musicians of all time, received numerous awards, including the Presidential Medal of Freedom, 10 Grammys, a Golden Globe, and an Academy Award. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the Songwriters Hall of Fame as well. Pulitzer Pride Boards in 2008 awarded him with a special citation for his profound impact on popular music and American culture marked by the lyrical compositions of extraordinary poetic power. In 2016, Dylan was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature for having created a new poetic expressions within the American song tradition. I'm going to play by Bob Dylan. You know, I really got to think here. I, it's, it's tough, but I think I'm going to play The Times They Are Changing. people wherever you roam and admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone if your time to you is worth saving then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone or the times are 
Privatize with your pen And keep your eyes wide The chance won't come again And don't speak too soon For the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming Was the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Senators, congressmen, please heed the call Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled The battle outside raging Will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a-changing Mothers and fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command Your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand For the times they are a-changing The curse it is cast The slow one now Will later be fast As the present now Will later be past The order is rapidly fading And the first one now Will later be last For the times They are a-changing And at number one on the Rolling Stone list is going to be probably, as you guess, at the Beatles. But guess what? This is my show, and I don't want to play the Beatles because, frankly, I'm not really a Beatles fan, and we're kind of running out of time. That's the main reason why I'm not going to play the Beatles. But you know, to be completely honest, I you know I, I do really like the the Beatles. They are they make good music. I, I will not deny that they make really good songs. But frankly, it's just not. It's really just not my jam. It's not my vibe that I that I really like to get down with, you know, some of their songs, yes, they are really, really good, but man, I don't know. I'm just not a huge Beatles fan. And, uh, I don't really know how to describe it, to be honest. I just have never really sat down and listened to their music fully. I I really have no desire to, which is kind of weird, but I, I don't know. I just not really feeling it there. And when I was a freshman taking that history of rock and roll course all the way out by the lead center, I forget the building name that the class was in, but nonetheless, the professor that I had, man, he just played the Beatles for like three weeks straight. And I skipped a couple of classes because I was so sick and tired of learning about and listening to the damn Beatles. I was, I was sick of it. I couldn't do it anymore. And maybe that's why I've, I've been turned off of them, but I, I don't know. I just, 
they're really great at what they did and the music that they made was so good but I mean they're just like everybody else they just smoked a ton of weed and got high and that's that that's what it is man I mean I don't know what else there really is to say about the Beatles that people don't already know but I, I just do I wanted to take a little bit of time at the end here to really just say thank you for the opportunity to be able to just talk about things that I love and I love rock and roll I love music and being able to do it on this radio show that plays once a week for anybody who does listen or checks in on this, you know, I've really appreciated just the opportunity to be able to create this time travel rock. You know, it's always something I've thought about doing on my own, but to do it for a grade has never been a terrible thing. And it's, it's been pretty, pretty easy to, to get this, to get this done every single week. It's not something that I feel like a chore to do. It feels like something that's fun to do that I get to do every single week. And now that I don't do it anymore, I'll probably be missing it. But now, at least hopefully throughout these 10 episodes that I've made you maybe turn on some music, hopefully I made you listen to a little bit of Rush at the very beginning and you know listen to some music that you didn't think you would before. Maybe Night Moves is your favorite song, just like mine now in episode two. But man, this has just been really, really fun as I sign off here one final time. Uh, you know, just for being here, this was super awesome to do. I really appreciate the opportunity from Casey and Rick to be able to do this. And, you know, this is signing off one final time, Jackson Reddick here on Time Travel Rock on 90.3 KRNU. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Saturday evening and have a great summer.